Good morning and welcome to Current Radio. It's Monday, December 25th. We're looking at the resilient Ryland and Zappi who capped the Pats' mile-high upset and Mayfield's outstanding performance as a buck. Plus, the Dolphins secure their playoff berth with a statement that they're not done and Spartans' fears is out of the hospital after being shot. This coverage and more, up next. Welcome to Current Radio's Sports Station. Please enjoy today's selection of sports news. In a surprising turn of events, the New England Patriots pulled off a 26-23 upset against the Denver Broncos at Empower Field at Mile High. This victory was largely due to the efforts of quarterback Bailey Zappi and rookie kicker Chad Ryland. Helena, what can you tell us about this unexpected outcome? Steven, it's a classic underdog story. Zappe, who was cut from the Patriots' initial 53-man roster, led his first game-winning drive in the NFL, setting up Ryland's 56-yard field goal with just seven seconds remaining. Zappe's performance was impressive, with 25 of 33 passing for 256 yards and two touchdowns. It's quite a comeback for Zappe, who reached out to Pro Football Hall of Famer Kurt Warner after being cut. Can you tell us more about that? Absolutely, Stephen. Zappi and Warner built a relationship at the Combine, and Zappi reached out to him for advice after being cut. Warner, who had a challenging start to his own career, shared their connection during his work as an analyst on NFL Network's broadcast of the Patriots-Broncos game. Zappi's patience paid off as he moved from the practice squad to the number two role and now the starter. What led to this promotion? Zappi was thrust into the top role after New England starter Mac Jones was demoted following a 10-7 loss to the New York Giants. Zappi had options to join other teams' practice squads, but he chose to stay with the Patriots, believing it was his best opportunity. His decision certainly paid off. And let's not forget about Chad Ryland. Despite a challenging rookie season, he managed to secure the victory for the Patriots with a 56-yard field goal. How significant was this for him? It was a pivotal moment for Ryland, who had missed a field goal and an extra point earlier in the game. Despite the pressure, he delivered when it mattered most. After the game, he acknowledged his struggles this season, but expressed gratitude for his team's belief in him. It's a testament to his resilience and the support of his team. Indeed, it was a night of redemption for both Zappe and Ryland, whose resilience and determination led to a surprising victory for the Patriots. Thanks for your insights, Helena. In other NFL news, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are on a roll, fresh off a 30-12 Christmas Eve victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars, this marks their fourth straight win, and quarterback Baker Mayfield seems to be a key factor in this winning streak. Helena, our sports analyst, is here to discuss this. Helena, what's your take on Mayfield's performance? Stephen, Mayfield has indeed been instrumental in the Buccaneers' recent success. He threw for 283 passing yards and three touchdowns in the latest game, lifting the Buccaneers to an 8-7 record. This is a significant turnaround for Mayfield, who has been with four different teams in the last calendar year, and had a one-year prove-it signing last offseason. His performance seems to be a win-win for both him and the Buccaneers, who were looking to fill the void left by Tom Brady. Mayfield's future with the Buccaneers is still uncertain, isn't it? Yes, Stephen. The Buccaneers have not approached Mayfield about an extension, and it's expected that those talks will not happen until after the season. Despite this, Mayfield has expressed his desire to stay with the team, citing the great city, organization, and teammates. Coach Todd Bowles has also praised Mayfield's performance, particularly his outstanding play in December. Let's talk about the Buccaneers' defense. They seem to have had a stellar game as well. 
Absolutely, Stephen. Safety. Antoine Winfield Jr. had a standout game, becoming just the second player this season to record a sack, interception, and a fumble recovery in a single game. Rookie outside linebacker Yaya Diaby also had an impressive game with 1.5 sacks, two tackles for a loss, a forced fumble, and a fumble recovery. The defense, playing at full strength, certainly had one of its best games of the season. The Buccaneers' chances of reaching the playoffs have significantly improved, haven't they? Indeed, Stephen. Just three weeks ago, the Buccaneers had a 23% chance to reach the playoffs, according to ESPN Analytics. Now they have an 84% chance to not only get in, but to win the NFC South. They're set to host the New Orleans Saints next Sunday in a potential division clincher. If they win one of their remaining games, they'll lock up the division. It's certainly an exciting time for the Buccaneers and their fans. And thanks for your insights, Helena. In another thrilling NFL update, the Miami Dolphins clinched a playoff berth for the second consecutive season, thanks to a 29-yard field goal by Jason Sanders. This is a significant moment for Sanders, who also made a 50-yard field goal to clinch Miami's first playoff berth since 2016. Helena, our sports analyst, is here to discuss this in more detail. Helena, what are your thoughts on this? Well, Stephen, Sanders is certainly proving his worth. Despite having a less than stellar record on kicks of at least 50 yards, he had a perfect 5-for-5 performance in this game. It's a testament to his resilience and ability to perform under pressure. He's 22-for-26 on field goal attempts this season, which is impressive. This win was the Dolphins' first of the season against a team with a winning record. Head coach Mike McDaniel has been addressing this issue, challenging his players to change it. How significant is this win for the Dolphins? It's a huge win, Stephen. Not only does it break the narrative of the Dolphins' struggle against winning teams, but it also validates their potential. McDaniel has been proud of his team's response to criticism, and this win is a testament to their ability to rise to the occasion. It's a satisfying moment for the team, especially in the face of social media scrutiny. Dolphins quarterback Tua Tagovailoa had a significant role in this game, leading a 12-play, 64-yard drive to set up Sanders' game-winning field goal. What can you tell us about his performance? Tagovailoa showed great leadership, Stephen. Despite the Dolphins struggling to pull away for most of the second half, he managed to keep his composure and lead a crucial drive in the final minutes. His touchdown pass to Raheem Mostert was their only touchdown of the night, but it was his ability to manage the game and set up the winning field goal that really stood out. With two weeks remaining in the regular season, the Dolphins are a half game behind the Baltimore Ravens for the AFC's top seed. What are their chances of clinching the top seed? Well, Stephen, they have a good chance. If they can beat the Ravens and Buffalo Bills in their final two games, they'll earn the conference's top seed. More importantly, they can clinch their first division championship since 2008 with a win next week over Baltimore. Despite the joy of breaking their losing streak against winning teams, winning the division remains their biggest goal. It's going to be an exciting couple of weeks for the Dolphins and their fans, and thanks for your insights, Helena. On a more serious note, in a rather alarming development, Michigan State men's basketball freshman Jeremy Fears Jr. was involved in a shooting incident in his hometown of Joliet, Illinois. Thankfully, his injuries were non-life-threatening, and he has been discharged from the hospital. Helena, our sports analyst, is here to discuss this further. Helena, can you provide us with more details? Certainly, Stephen. The incident occurred early Saturday when a male gunman entered a residence where Fears and a 19-year-old woman were present. Fears was shot in the thigh while the woman was struck in the pelvis. 
Both underwent successful surgeries and their injuries were not life-threatening. The police have not yet identified a suspect and the investigation is ongoing. That's quite a terrifying ordeal for a young athlete. How has Michigan State responded to this incident? Michigan State coach Tom Izzo released a statement on Saturday expressing his support for fears during his recovery. He stated that while there is much they still don't know, his focus is on supporting Jeremy on his road to recovery. Fears himself seems to be in good spirits, posting on his Instagram story, minor setback we gone be good, appreciate y'all. And how might this impact the team's performance? They're set to face Indiana State in East Lansing on December 30th. Well, Fears is a four-star freshman in the 2023 class and is averaging 3.5 points per game this season. His absence could certainly be felt on the court. However, it's important to remember that the team's primary concern right now is likely Fears' health and recovery. Absolutely. The well-being of the players should always come first. We wish Jeremy Fears Jr. a speedy recovery and will continue to follow this story as it develops. Thanks for your insights, Helena. And with that, we conclude our stories for today on Current Radio. Looking forward to bringing you more updates tomorrow.